three, two, one. Hey guys, we're back. It's been six years since we had our last broadcast. Many things in the country have changed. Many things in the world have changed. Uh, we're going to quickly bring up the topic of Army Hammer fleeing from his house in the middle of the night. And I just wanted to ask you guys how you feel about that. Well, first off, uh, I'm glad to be back after a couple week hiatus. Uh, everybody's going through busy, busy times. So I'm glad to finally hop back on, on the air with my lads. No guests today, just the boys. Yeah, we don't need uh, that shit. And uh, Army Hammer, yeah, he. Uh, it's a growing arc. Every episode we get a new development. And as of now, he did <laughs> his house in i believe los angeles in the middle of the night um unknown where he went uh why he left well we know why um but yeah he's he's gone you know army hammer is now mia after multiple accusations of cannibalism and uh, preying on uh, young girls <laughs> according to this website the cut um he left a like a bound female mannequin in the garbage no, like, no way. Website says, "Are you shocked by that, though?" <laughs> no, he was so like out about it. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. He left a fucking mannequin, a rope-bound man. Yeah, I see that too. Yep, multiple websites. <laughs> it's just like it's not even like hidden. It's just like you know, chilling outside of a regular holy shit city trash can. Yeah. Army Hammer quickly vacated the swanky L.A. home he used to share with his estranged wife under the cover of the night over the weekend. <laughs> oh, you on the six page? Yeah. yeah. I love how the mannequin is next to like a like a DoorDash bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's art if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Pretty great advertising. Yeah, that's um. It's just this is like very um. The sexually fueled, um, libidinal, perverse kind of shit. Um, Arnie Hammer to me at this point now is like, uh, you know how like rich white wasp families always have like that one mentally, uh, I don't, I don't know if it mentally ill is the right word, but like pathologically ill, illegitimate son who was just like a party boy. Yeah. He, Arnie Hammer is that, but like also a cannibal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I feel like I, an interesting stereotype with that. He's actually he's not even a wasp. I think he's I think he's like Jewish or something. But he's of a very rich family. His family is like the Arm and Hammer people. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. like like that. His name's literally just Army Hammer, and it's like they're the Arm and Hammer family. Yeah. yeah, that should tell you a little bit about where he comes from. I wonder if he's like, he was like a brand as a child, you know? That they named oh, their child sure. Army Hammer just so they can be like, oh, this is the Arm and Hammer fortune, mm -hmm. which is real like antebellum southern plantation type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is probably where that comes from. This whole. <laughs> In like one more piece of celebrity news, I forgot to mention that I wanted to talk about this, but Lady Gaga's dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah! Some guy just pulled up and shot her dog walker and just stole yeah. her dogs. Oh yeah, what? 
you know that no, I know that the dogs are stolen. I didn't know that she got or the walker got shot. Yeah, yeah. he got shot. What? Yeah, some guy pulled up and shot him. Yeah. I think he's alive. Jeez. Yeah, he's he's like a he's like fine apparently, or as fine as you could be after getting shot twice. Um, I mean, I feel like he's getting some nice financial compensation from Lady Gaga after that. Well, I'm that. pretty sure finding the dogs, you get like half a mil each. Like the, I there's did, like a bounty yeah. out for them. That's what she offered up. Uh, she offered up like fifty mil, uh, and then I think she offered up like seventy five mil, and then Azalea Banks had something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, she said uh, she'd offer double. and then she said that dogs are women too and have the right to deserve who they want to stay with and they probably oh didn't want to stay with her oh my god wait so she's like she's like auctioning for her to have the dogs no 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 like they found Banks okay. is offering money so they give the dogs to her instead of lady gaga no azalea Banks said that she would have taken the dogs if she knew that's how much that the ransom would be <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, I mean, that was yeah. a really bad move. That opens up some other people. That guy just should just it. give the dogs back at that point. Well, this is the this is the the weird uh, the twist in the case. Um, an unidentified woman brought two of the dogs, the two dogs that were stolen, to the police department. I think it was in like Beverly Hills, uh, and said that she found the dogs and apparently she's not connected, which to me sounds a little sketch. Uh, well, I, I, in my brain, when I hear this story, I don't think like, yeah, this guy was on a mission to get these dogs. I feel like he just some other altercation happened and the dogs probably just got loose. Like, I doubt this guy took the dogs. Uh, I, you know, that seems way too far fetched for him to kind of hunt the down guy, the dog walker. Why did the dog walker get shot? that's what i'm saying we don't know the situation unless he said it already and i just haven't you know maybe they get in an argument or it was a robbery or like some other thing happened and he just so happened to be lady gaga's dog walker and the dogs probably just ran free yeah that would be actually insane if that were the case i I mean who's who's going dog hunting like come on i don't know i feel like there could be some psychopath in the same way that the the guy who shot Reagan over what's her face? Like, uh, what do you mean? Oh, the um... Reagan, uh, Reagan's assassination attempt was over a dude who was like deranged and was he jealous. Was he was so in love with Jodie Foster, but Jodie Foster, who was, like... was a lesbian and I think was like 14 at the time of this happening. Really? I knew there was an assassination yeah. attempt, I didn't know any of that. This is also no, like perfect yeah, blue um, shit. Like, she, she was like. <laughs> You know, taking pictures with like President Reagan at the time, and he was like, "No, you can't have her." So he like went up to Reagan while he was talking and fucking shot him in the hand. Meanwhile, she was like fourteen and is like famous for being a lesbian. (laughs) Holy shit! I I didn't know any of that. That's like straight out of Perfect Blue. Yeah, yeah. I could see some deranged person being like, "Yo, if I kill Lady Gaga's dogs or kidnap them." I can yeah like she'll give me attention isn't that kind of like the john lennon thing luke your microphone's kind of cutting out um john lennon no it's good um yeah john lennon was killed by somebody who was like obsessed with making a name for himself by killing john lennon yeah yeah i didn't know about that but yeah cp that's yeah 
and uh, according to for a, uh, a logical reason for murder, but it's probably one of the most illogical things you could do. So it's like, oh yeah, always. Dog shit. <laughs> always. <laughs> um, yeah, like killing for like fame and like, or like just a complete obsession. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, I mean that's why Perfect Blue is such a good movie because it's like it's real, like it's creepy. Like watching it, it's like you're so uncomfortable because there's so many people like that. I'm pretty they, like sure, they won't uh, act on it, but they're like they're so close to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, Perfect Blue was like I don't. I mean, I could be wrong. I feel like I am wrong, but I feel like it was loosely based on Bjork's Stalker. Really? Uh, I don't know if you guys know about that, but like uh, Bjork had a stalker in the '90s who uh, tried to mail a bomb to her house, and then he like killed himself on like video. Um, and then like whoa what yeah it was like in the early days of the internet i think and he (laughs) and he like posted this video of himself killing himself and then he like mailed a bomb to bjork but like someone was like tipped off by it and the police intercepted it and nothing happened but wow yeah that that's the thing that happened (laughs) hey some some guy named ricardo lopez from uruguay yeah he also had like kleinfelter syndrome Holy shit. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm looking for the video right now. You definitely don't want to watch it right now. It's it'll, it's a mood changer, I can tell you that. That's, this is crazy. I've never even heard of this. I think he blows his brains out with a gun. Well, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. I know, and it's like, Bjork seems like such a nice person, I feel so bad that she dealt with that. Yeah. No, she's she's great. Yeah, She's like a real, uh, she's like an IRL waifu. Yeah, she was, um, she's like the most non-Asian, but Asian looking person I think I've ever seen. Yeah, is she not? A, oh, yeah, she's like what? She's like a Swedish. She's, or something, she's right? Icelandic. Icelandic, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. She's got some great music and really interesting music and really strange career choices and weird acting roles. She's just a very interesting character. Huh. Amazing very... fashion. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very anime influenced as well, which I appreciate. Is that like on purpose? Uh, I believe to a degree. Um, I also know that a lot of like uh, Nordic traditions are also, for some reason, very influenced. Like very, it, it like Nordic culture and Japanese culture are very similar in certain ways. So maybe that could be it. But uh, Bjork to me is just very anime aesthetic. I don't, I don't know if it's deliberate or not. I feel like it definitely is to some extent, but it's kind of too striking not to be. Icelandic anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, Joe, you've been having some interesting beef on Twitter. If you want to get into that now. Yeah, I'll gladly get into this now, I guess. Uh, it's just, I mean, so for the uh, the three, four, maybe five viewers, listeners, I guess, <laughs> um, yeah, everybody, I guess, except for Dylan, 
uh, Nosu Nico Lola's, the uh, OK Boomer, uh, Bernie TikTok uh, sensation from a year ago. Uh, a year ago, she released the OK Boomer video. And then yesterday, she released a, a one-year anniversary recreation of it. It's awful. It's, I mean, the first one was bad. This <laughs> one is just pushing it. The it's first bad. one was so cringe. Very, very cringe. And I usually eat shit like that up, but that's that was cringe. <laughs> and she what posted about- it again, and then she was wearing a sweatshirt, a hoodie, that's it's AOC official merch. That, oh Christ! Uh, and, and, it says, exactly and it says and it says tax the rich, and it's sixty dollars on her website, uh, AOC's website. So all I did is just reply to the video. No, no, no. I quote retweeted um, the dancing video, and I was like, I, I was just like fucking. I sent a, I, a screenshot of her of Nicolo's net worth, which is like one, between one to five million uh, in the past year, just from the OK Boomer video and streaming on Twitch and stuff. Now she's like signed with a hundred thieves, uh, and I was just like, all right, well you know basically just like a practice what you preach tweet it's politically it's there's no argument there i mean i i I agree with her ideology but i just think it's cringe that she's you know feeding off the simps on twitter um while wearing a tax the rich shirt uh that cost 60 dollars put out by aoc um while she probably made thousands off this new okay boomer video (laughs) um and aoc which is 10 seconds Uh, the video is 10 seconds and uh (laughs) And then Nico Lowell replied to me. Uh, I was one of the only people that I saw on Twitter she actually replied to and was like, oh, I'm going to make a YouTube video about this. And then um, I've probably gotten uh, over 2,000 notifications in the past 24 hours on Twitter, <laughs> um, either from her simps or from her haters or from her fan pages or from uh, – it's just nonstop. I mean, one guy – like. It's it's crazy. It's cra- it's just nonstop. I mean, I'm not answering any of it, but I guess Nico Lowell, the OK Boomer girl, now um, is not a fan of me, and uh, and I <laughs> guess we'll see within the next week or so if she uh, makes a video about me. And if you come here from that, if that if she doesn't make me anonymous in the video, and you come here to my Twitter and then find this podcast, you're you're pretty cool. You're a pretty cool guy. Oh, that's uh, what we're hoping for. Thank you uh, We're probably getting a total of zero fans from this, but. We get some. You know I love you. And uh, Nico Lowell, I'm not sorry for what I said. Uh, you're cringe. I, I don't like you. And I'm willing to debate you on air um, if you want yeah, to get her on the that podcast. on Twitch. No, no, no. Just me versus uh, Nico Lowell. <laughs> I, will stre- I will debate you on stream. Um, and that's we all can, I have to say. We can give you the floor. Like, me and Luke will mm-hmm. just stay, be on standby and, like, watch all of that happen. Of course. Mind. Yeah. If you want to hop on our, our tiny little podcast that's that's willing to you i'll hop on one of yours i'll hop on the train wrecks fucking podcast with you i'll hop on i'll hop on your twitch uh, whatever you want um i don't like you nico low i don't i won't back down but i'm also not going to start twitter beef i don't really care that much yeah but i don't i don't know who I'll you start are real beef. nico low but from what i've heard you're not somebody who i would like to be around or spend time with but oh, don't, all... take, don't take that personally because I feel that way about a lot of people. <laughs> she also went to jail when she was 20 for beating her boyfriend. So, I mean, like, not a oh. good person either. Oh, which huh. I also included in that uh, thread. Oh, nice. Yeah. You can find so you're trying, you're trying to cancel her. Um, She's pretty bad. I mean, she's pretty crazy. She's not, like, uh, producing, like, an overall harm to this world. So, like, I don't oh. care that much. 
but she's but like you, not a good person. Do you know who is um, a harm to the world? Apparently, uh, who? New York's Governor Cuomo. Uh, he is. He is much more of a harm than Nico Lola is. I will agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> I will actively say I dislike him. Which is a real shame because I didn't know that his father, uh, Mario Cuomo, I was told was one of the first Italian politicians in the country. Mario Cuomo. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I knew nothing about that. Which I was like, that makes sense. People hated Italians for a long time. And this is why they should not <laughs> hold office because they're just Italians. fucking morons. I'm a self-hating <laughs> Italian. I, I am oh, so am I. And I'm going to say this. Um. I'm happy that I'm half Slavic because it allows me to access the critical thinking parts of my brain and not think about everything, <laughs> everything so hot-headed. <laughs> and yeah, my mind is just, um, it's art or food, and that's pretty much it. There's nothing else that happens. Actually, not even food. I forget to eat a lot. Same. I definitely, <laughs> I, yeah, I never have time to eat. But then when I eat, I go crazy eating. Like, I just don't stop. I'll eat, like, one meal a day, and it's, like, the last supper. Like, <laughs> I for, I honestly forget to eat, but I never forget to, like, smoke a cigarette. Mm, well, that's uh, a physical addiction. Eating is just, like, if you're hungry, like, you could kind of put it off. But the thing is, like, I only smoke cigarettes if I, like, have them. And I go so long without, ha- like, having a cigarette. But then I'll buy a box of cigarettes, and I'll be like, yeah, I needed this. <laughs> Yeah, he's back to um, back to Cuomo. Oh yeah, the he's first like thing a... um, the first thing is his his own party, which I was surprised about. Trashed him was mm-hmm. over the um, the nursing home shit. Well, they're trying now to impeach him over the nursing home scandal, and uh, because he is like a a woman toucher or something, he like right. He, yeah, he, he was like currently having like some some like Weinstein shit. Basically. Most yeah, he most certainly has allegations like that. I just think it's really interesting though because most governors have those allegations, especially the nursing home ones. Because that's maybe like the sixth time I've heard that since COVID has begun, from a different like, or about a different thing. government. Yeah. So I'm just kind of curious if they're gonna start going after some of these governors because they're starting to pay attention. You know, much like we've been starting to pay attention to the federal government, just how shitty these people are and how like awfully these states are ran it's pretty bad i mean i didn't realize how i mean i've always known that politicians were just people but until covid times uh, i didn't realize how fucking dumb so many yeah of these i at least thought were. they were smart most of them are sport and law degrees yeah i guess that doesn't mean anything no, not at all. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, like, uh, Republicans are all about states' rights, and then the state governors are useless, and then, you know, the left is all about, you know, go- like, uh, federal government, and they're also just as useless. I mean, we're still sitting here three months into the new year and the pandemic. No stimulus check from Biden, who promised uh, day one stimulus checks. I mean, they're trying, <laughs> to, they're trying to backload the stimulus bill with, like, the $15 minimum wage, which I'm not against $15 minimum wage, but they're trying to load it into a bill that's more important to pass right now than that. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's why it's not yeah. going through. Fifteen minute and um, fifteen dollar minimum wage means like absolutely nothing to me because I'm a contract worker. I'm yeah. personally. Oh, it doesn't affect it. me at all, but I'm I'm very for it. But um, I Wait, feel like it you... doesn't. I feel like it doesn't properly address the problem, and it's just going to raise the minimum wage 
which is you know just going to cause the inflation and the cost of living to rise while making uh, it harder I mean, for small business owners to um to pay their employees like i get i get paid 15 dollars an hour at my my job and it's a small family-owned restaurant and if the guy at mcdonald's uh pushing buttons to flip a robo burger makes 15 dollars well, then I quite frankly should be making like twenty-five or thirty, and then the the argument just Correct. unravels. No, no, it doesn't unravel. That's you're able to now fight for that because now you're now making minimum wage, and if your work's worth more than minimum wage, you're now able to fight for a higher wage. That's how that yeah, works. My my boss can't afford that. Is my point? And the in the scope of a small business, I can't. The ask more my money boss, you give people, the more money they're going to spend. I mean, that's what like that was like Henry Ford's philosophy: is if he pays his workers more. They're gonna buy his cars, and then when they buy his cars, they're gonna be able to drive his cars, and more people are gonna buy his cars because they see his cars, and it, that's kind of how it works. Like everyone, that's... you know, back in the industrial age, would you know, pay their workers. Like not industrial age. This isn't the 1800s, but like early fucking 1900s. You know, pay their workers garbage, and then you know, Henry <laughs> Ford. That's why. That's literally why. Like Ford is like one of like it's so successful like the longest running car brand the first car brand is because he paid his workers higher than everyone else they produced better cars they bought the cars and it kept going like that that's why they're still running to this day i mean that's just that's i mean economically 15 dollars minimum wage is only a good thing it's that's only a good thing marketing. yeah yeah i if, would agree if, with you if, if if mcdonald's is making 15 dollars an hour why should i be making 15 dollars an hour give me a better wage or i'm just going to go to mcdonald's and make less and work less hours have an easier job get paid the same as here you're going to lose me you're going to lose all my work or you're going to pay me more it gives you the bargaining rights to get more money the more money that people have the more they're going to spend it. I mean, I mean, yeah, no one wants to, but if you're, if it's all monetary, if it's all monetary, like if you enjoy what you're doing and you're fine with making $15 an hour, then stay there. But if you, you know, if you're upset that they're making that money too, then you should fight for your right to make more money. And that's why we should have, you know, I, that's why I'm very pro union as well because they protect workers' rights. I agree with you on that. Um, I don't see. Care. I'm more for um, universal basic income because I feel like it also can go to the small business owners to at least stay afloat. Because that's what my main argument is is that I feel like mo like if you pay a lot of jobs more, you know, fifty dollars an hour and increases the wage, they're not all going to spend it on you know extra things. A lot of it could go to necessities, which is fine. But then it just means that there's less money going back to the you know those particular businesses the corporations are fine but also you also have to take into account that it's like this is a federal thing like like our state is not seven dollars and 25 cents or whatever it is our state is like 12 dollars minimum new jersey yeah like there's states where you literally the minimum wage is seven dollars like, yeah like this like, is a federal thing to up the, to help like all of the country which i like i'm full in favor of of fifteen dollar minimum wage, or even an increase, it, it could be ten dollars. But anything's better than seven. We live in twenty twenty one. Yeah, that is seven dollars an hour can't buy you a fucking Big Mac meal. It cannot. It's like eight something. That's an hour of your time. Just imagine an hour for a Big Mac. Imagine holding. Put seven singles in front of you right now, and imagine an hour of your time, and that's what you get. You couldn't even buy a meal at McDonald's. Like, 
that's not how the country should be run. And there is a $15 minimum wage in, uh, in Scandinavian countries and their prices are maybe a dollar more than us in, in like uh, food. Uh, I, I haven't seen like retail well, prices. I don't know, but like McDonald's burgers are maybe a dollar more. Do you want to know how much minimum wage is in Australia? What is it? $25 an hour. And do you want to know the currency, like the United States currency of that? It's like $22. So I was making in American money $22 an hour to work as a bartender in a five-star restaurant. Yeah. And I bet the prices weren't that much higher than they are. No, it was honestly almost exactly the same and the food quality is better. Correct. Not because the people are making more money. The people are making more money. They're more inclined to do their job better, because it yeah. also creates a much more competition in the market. Because now yeah. you're getting paid a lot more. You have to perform but your job properly. The thing about Australia, uh, and the thing about the United States is, Australia's population is far smaller. It's very small. Correct. But it's it's a per capita thing. I mean, it doesn't really matter how small their population is. If their prices stay the same and their currency is almost equated to the U.S. dollar, a couple dollars short, the same concepts would happen here. It shouldn't yeah, change anything. I definitely totally agree with you. I just um, i I find the idea of just it's just such an exhausting. It doesn't affect me, <laughs> and it's so I feel so ignorant by saying this, but I just like don't care. I mean, listen, you don't. You only have to care. Like most people, only really care about things that affect them. I usually don't care about most things uh, uh, politically, like actually. But this is something that I, I actually like care about. It doesn't affect me at all. I'm salaried and get paid commission. Like I make yeah. so much more than fifteen dollars an hour. But yeah, I don't same. care. <laughs> I, I want. I know all of like a lot of my friends make fifteen dollars, or they make minimum wage. In New Jersey, which is I think it's like ten or eleven, I don't know what it is, and there, it's not uh, that's not enough money to live on. I've no, not, no, not. not even close. Do you, like it's so it's so expensive to live in this do state you, specifically. Do you remember when we worked at Spirits together? Yeah, of course. We made like ten dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. So mm. I'm gonna go ten times forty is four hundred dollars a week, uh, and this is before taxes. So 400 times 52, oh, hold on. <laughs> You're making $20,800 a year before taxes. That's literally nothing. So you That's walk away with like $1,600. Correct, correct. And then you get like a fucking what, like so now $1,200 50, tax return? Yeah, 15 times 40 is $600 a week times 52. It's still only $31,000 a year. That's still barely a livable wage. Yeah, that's not even enough to pay rent. No, no that is, that's that a that single is person. below the poverty line. Poverty Correct. Line. Yeah. Now, then we're living in the world of a federal 725 minimum wage, which that times 40 is 290 a week before taxes, times 52 is $15,000. <laughs> Fifteen thousand dollars a year That's before sad. taxes <laughs> is I just our current made, federal minimum wage. That's sad. I just made a thousand dollars doing like a single gig. Yeah, like I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really depressing. That's really yeah. really depressing. I hate that. And that's um, why I care about it because yeah. it's actually important. That's fair. That's very fair. 
Yeah, it seems like splitting the country in half and those lines is where you could but actually... full circle, I do not think that should be part of the COVID relief bill because that's a universal thing that everyone needs. Yeah, that should be totally different. I that agree with you. I just... That's a... Uh, you die on that hill in a couple months. Not now. Yeah. Um. So, to move away from this topic, how do you guys feel about Texas reopening? I think it's not their best in their best interest, especially when two weeks ago the entire state froze over and many, many hundreds of people died and a lot of <laughs> shit was destroyed. And then now they're reopening. Like they survived one thing and they think they're invincible now. Like that's <laughs> not really how it's going to go down. Um, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't really care because I don't live there. I mean, I, 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 like, like I'm young. We're young. I'm not personally affected by COVID. Just like we're also not all personally affected by the minimum wage. But also, like, even my given circumstance right now. Like I was just telling these guys before we started, I have ten salespeople at my job. Eight of them are now out because of COVID. Now they're out for two weeks, and now that affects me. Like I have to work double time for two weeks minimum just to cover their slack because they're getting COVID because there are still people out there. Like, but there's people that I know, they just, they don't wear masks. They don't sanitize. They don't give a fuck. They don't, they just chill as if we're chilling. Like we're chilling like it's a year ago, which it's not. And even if these people aren't going to die, these people are fine. Like they're going to be chilling. They're, they're hanging out at home. They got two weeks off work. They can probably collect unemployment, probably playing video games, fucking doing whatever the fuck they want to do. But that still affects people, you know, yeah. even if you're not dying from it, it's still just like you know just chill it sucks to just have it too like i had it um i had it when it was like brand new i had it like a year ago probably around this time and it was not fun it was like really gross <laughs> and i felt like shit yeah the flu's not fun either people equate yeah. the two it's like okay you could equate them do you want the flu no yeah no no <laughs> Would you I feel prefer like, to live a day without the flu? Yes. I feel so like getting <laughs> getting COVID is like some kind of like clout now. Like, uh, so yo, I just had survived point, COVID. Like, yeah. It's just there's no no need to to reopen right now. There's no need to. I mean, I feel like Texas um Texas is not the brightest state. No, not Never. at all. Whenever anyone mentions Texas or the southern states of that region, I just think of it as a different country. It kind like of it's, is. It's, well, yeah, it, I mean, it's always had its so... own national identity. I mean, it's it has its own flag. It was once a republic. Like, Texas is, it really is its own thing. Yeah. So, Texas? I mean, when you think of the, like, the divide in the country, that's where I think, you know, most of it stems from. So, you know, I really just don't care what they do because they're just going to shoot themselves in the foot. Just like going yeah. back to the, you know the minimum wage argument, the only people that really like vehemently go against that are Republicans from those states where their citizens are like suffering economically because there's like no fucking economy out there. It's crazy. So it's I mean, there are whole, some like cities like like Austin are like booming right now. It's going to be the next like not the next New York, but the next. I guess no, my, kind of yeah, like kind of next L.A. I mean, with the amount of like talent and entertainers that are moving out there i know joe rogan's there right now i mean he's making that big a ton of big people are uh are, like Chappelle, i think is down there now um 
Austin because of, of rules and because of the regulations that, that California has. It's probably going to bite them in the ass eventually with like the lack of rules in Texas. But I mean, people are going there and their economy is growing and growing and growing. Like Austin is going to be the next big city. And that's just kind of foreseen. It's crazy. And it's nice down there. I'd love to go down there, but it's just, it's a different breed. It's a really like they're built different down there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was Texas, New Mexico and no, Texas, Arizona and Colorado were the three states that received the, the biggest population growth in the 2020 census and i think new york new jersey and california saw the biggest decrease i could see that which is interesting because I, I agree with you i think that austin and even houston and those cities are going to be uh, pretty big nashville's growing too oh yeah but it's going to be such a clash i think in the last election texas is like what like only like a few hundred thousand votes from going blue yeah so that's like, crazy wow. Yeah, that was actually insane. I, I was, I was fairly certain it wasn't going to uh, switch, but I think it was going to be that close. Yeah, no, it's insane. So it'll yeah, be really uh, interesting to see if that like coast uh, influence rubs off down there, for better or uh, for worse. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's a really fucking wacky time we're living. In. Yeah, definitely. I can't believe still that this is like all happening and we've been like living in this weird post-apocalyptic like uh, virus charged world for 12 months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you think you look back in history like shit like this like all these big events are always like years apart. Like we're going through them every day now. Like with the advance of technology and everything and just how crazy the world's getting like we're living through a historical event every day. I know. It's really weird. And I feel like it's just exaggerated in America because America's historical events were already so microscopic. Yeah. Like yeah. Our civil war was only five years, which is like to our... Nothing. Yeah, it's nothing compared to what some countries have been through. Absolutely nothing. So like one I, uh... year of this feels like an eternity. Yeah. I, no, yeah, it, it does. But also time is flying yeah like time's flying too. but it feels so long like if it, it feels so long i'm said... living in it but it's march it's march 3rd we're a quarter into the year yeah i don't know what the fuck happened i was in florida like two months ago and i was you know just i don't even know what the fuck i was doing yeah yeah it's nuts i mean i just i live so moment to moment like i i live like I live Sunday to Sunday. I live Attack on Titan episode to Attack on Titan episode. <laughs> and then I live monthly. The ninth of each month is a new manga chapter. So that's how I live. Like, I structure my life based on the manga and subsect it into the episodes of the anime. And <laughs> Sundays, my dealership is closed. So that marks the end of my week. So it's just, that's how I'm living now. And then I look back, I'm like, wow, a week went by in a fucking flash. And then these 12 fucking news stories happen like army hammer hammers a cannibal like fucking trump this trump's rerunning biden this like all this shit's happening in like seconds it's insane. that's kind of funny um i got called out yesterday for having like a manic episode and then explain. i was just like um i don't really want to but i'm just gonna explain uh how it correlates to this um i explained why i was having a manic episode
episode and like what it feels like and i was like that's about something that happened and then um i was told that i was being manic and then, and i was like yeah you know what i am being missed. but it's weird because uh there's like there's like times where i feel like oh my god it's march and then there's times where it's like like I've been fucking working for like 10 years and it's been like an hour. Yeah. So it's like, I'm feeling a mix of like both slips through time. A thousand percent. And I agree. And I cannot dread that I felt about that for the past few yeah. months. It's crazy. It's really tearing down like people down like this, like, People are just like losing their fucking minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. I was just like, even the beginning of February, I had some a lot of bank shit I had to get done, a lot of like stock and like finances and IRA accounts, whatnot. And like that feels like a treat. Like I don't know, just so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. It's fucking bonkers, mate. I mean, dude, New Year's feels like it was years ago. Years oh ago, God. yeah, really. To me, New Year's feels feels like it was like a week ago. <laughs> no, not for me, dude. Well, no. I was also like the end of last year, and like the, I guess a little bit of this year, I was like going through like a breakup, and that feels like it was an eternity ago. Like I'm like, I feel like I've been single for years, but like it was like a couple months ago. Like New Year's was a couple fucking months ago. Like it's just crazy, like how much shit like has happened in the past two months and three days compared to like say 2019 where it felt like it's just normal like normal life is normal life it's slow you know it's just you know yeah. you go to work you go home play some video games go to sleep it's not like 10 news stories a day fucking covid fucking people are losing their minds on twitter like it's crazy i feel like um to a degree we're living in like stalin russia where um you don't see people who you love for ages uh and then it kind of then you do and like you go through like these weird motions of like what i just said like a minute feels like a fucking week yeah um it's just yeah, like I, usually, a, um, I plan my weeks around when i like see people and that you know it used to be like pretty much like every day or like you know you, you do the same things on fridays saturdays and sundays with the same people and now you yeah. see people like once a month, and it's just like, okay, well, what do I do in the meantime? And for me, oh, it's yeah, like I drawing mean... or working or doing stuff with like the, you know, with the podcast. And like, I feel burnt out. Like I feel like a, like a matchstick that is like. That's exactly how I feel. Honestly, I feel as though I need a lobotomy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah my brain's fuzzy. My my brain is fuzzy, and I also um. I never like to like talk about this, uh, but I have a lot of health issues. Like my spine is made out of metal, and during the winter, especially during this time of year when it gets like really cold and like really damp, um, my back kind of like it like closes in on itself essentially, <laughs> and I like can't walk right, and I can't like move right, and I've been like really dealing with that, but um, I've been taking a lot of like a like thc oils and shit like that to kind of like counter it does that shit actually help you not it's not cbd it's actually weed it's like mm. thc oil it's like legitimate oil um, okay Ooh, i tried that before 
Yeah, so it's I've been kind of the past like few days I've been on like a like cloud nine or the past two days rather, but um, I was having like I said I was having like, this weird manic streak which hasn't happened to me in forever, and I know when I'm on these like manic kicks because I just um I like spree text. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what i do yeah i spray text and it's usually i text casey because he's like the only person who knows how to handle it and not like i'm not afraid of like distancing or like making a weird distance so i just like do that and he was like oh you're being fucking manic and that's kind of <laughs> yeah when i when i get manic i just uh like commit genocide on twitter uh, really <laughs> No. That's that's where you, I heard. I don't know. Off, off the last few days. Yeah, no, I know. It's been cur- it's been bad. It's been <laughs> bad. And I, I feel something brewing tonight as well. I feel it inside me. I feel that way too, but I also don't uh I, I feel like I want to do something like that, uh, and make a dumb rash decision and call somebody a cunt or a libtard or something. Um, but I won't because I have weed. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't plan it. I just I know. I know myself, and I know when it's coming. That's no, why I, I tweeted I exactly. earlier. I was literally like, like, please mute me or un or unfollow me by like 10 p.m. tonight because I feel it. Like the day I'm having, like it's gonna happen, and especially mix that with alcohol, it's gonna happen, and i don't want you to be there for because i don't spree text people because i don't give like i don't want to talk to people i don't want to talk to you specifically anyone i don't care but i'll say it to the world i'll um, say it to the void which my twitter is a void i have like 100 followers so it's a void for me to just say it and if you respond i'll respond back but i'm just going to shoot it into the void and be manic and then like calm down and just look at it the next morning and be like eh, probably shouldn't have done that but i'll keep it there you know I mean, just like, don't say don't say anything that you can't come back from. Like I don't think you... I never do. I always have. A... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm always it's, fine. It's irrelevant. It's fine. It's all fine. Um, how long have we been doing this? Has it been an hour? It's been like forty-five minutes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go on to a, a shameless plug, but uh, Casey and I are making candles now that we're gonna eventually put up on social media. Uh. If anyone wants to buy a candle, yeah, go into your candle lore real quick. Like, give a little candle spiel. Um. Well, Casey, uh, was making candles, and then I saw the candles, and I was like, "Wow, I really like those candles." And he's like, "Oh, you want to make candles together?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then uh, we made some random candles. Uh, and then he was like, "I want to kind of start selling them." And I was like, okay, do it. So he sold a candle to his, like, I think it was, like, one of the actresses from that show Gossip Girl. Yeah. Uh, who, bought one, who bought one of his candles. I don't know which one. And I don't think he knows which one it was either. Because I don't care about Gossip Girl, nor do I know anyone who does. Mm. Uh, but after that, he was like, damn, I kind of want to sell them. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to make them and sell them too. And we spent a lot of money on, like, buying, like, vessels to make candles. Uh, and I ordered some cool things off of like, uh, I think Macari or Depop, one of those apps. And we found like these really cool, like vintage things to put wax in. And, uh, we're going to pour some wax in these things and sell them. That's pretty sick. Thank you. I am a big candle fan. Do you love my snuggly sweater candles? You should see, uh, the stuff that we have. Um, 
they're like they're hot they're like pretty hot candles they're like things that they're very instagrammable they're very like aesthetic uh they're just nice candles so they even look nice oh they're hot they're like really hot i'm gonna like send some photos if i can find them send them after yeah i'll do that i'll just i'll text it to the group i don't feel like looking and like sending them in a discord now that you mention it, I have a candle somewhere. I don't know where it went. I like I like candles. They're pretty. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm is... definitely more of an incense guy. Oh, I love incense too. But I do like a nice candle. I only snuggly sweater though, for me. I really, <laughs> I really want to know what that smells like. Um. I it just it smells like what it says. I, I really don't know. Like, it's just it's great. It's great. It probably smells like linen, right? No, but it doesn't because I don't really like the smell of linen that much. But like, I kind of, I kind of know. It's like almost... more like cotton, like yeah, like, like cologne mixed with cotton mixed with like silk. Hmm. It's like oh, it's fantastic. You know, you know when you pick up like a nice wool sweater and it kind of almost smells like cottage cheesy but sweet it, it, it smells like it smells comforting that's kind of cottage what I, cheesy <laughs> well, I don't like that. it sounds so gross that's, yeah i mean i don't uh, cottage I cheese think, i think what i said was taken out of context but i know a little bit i don't really know what cottage cheese smells like it, it, maybe cream cheese would be a better example it's it, i don't know why I, but to me wool and sweaters cream cheese yeah, yeah, yeah. Wool sweaters to me have like a dairy scent. <laughs> I I, I don't think I could relate. Um, you probably I can't like, relate. <laughs> I like. I sort of know what you mean. How do you guys feel about the smell of vanilla? Like, like extract or yeah, extract or like just ice just cream, just like things that are scent. Oh, like a, like a vanilla candle. Yeah, it's usually way too overpowering, but I like yeah. it if it was like toned down. That's this is really bizarre, but I think that I have some kind of like underlying allergy to vanilla or like whatever flavor or artificial shit they put in like vanilla scents. Because every time I smell vanilla, it makes me right off the bat super nauseous. Ooh. Yeah, strong vanilla makes me want to commit bad war crimes like that (laughs) but i i know some people feel that way about lavender which is also very strong Ooh, i don't like lavender like real i like lavender candles but like real lavender smell is i don't rough like lavender essential oils oof i kind of fuck with lavender actually Uh, lavender lavender. any kind of essential oils to me is a little too strong but um that's what i got going right now i got a diffuser that's mint yeah, I used to be a big diffuser boy, but I, I could it just got so overpowering for me and I couldn't really find I like more like earthy, like oaky. Like I like like the candles I burn are always like tobacco oak or like snuggly sweater or like midsummer night, which is Yankee candle, like shit like that type of smell. Like tobacco scented candles, I think smell really good. I couldn't find anything like that with essential oil, so I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> that's like so good. That's like pretty sick, actually, like tobacco scented oils. I like that. Kind of yeah. Um, I'm lighting. I'm lighting a lot. La- I I'm all I have is our matches because like I can't like fit a lighter in the candle, and uh, I have like some kind of like 
mental illness that doesn't allow me to like light matches correctly. So like I'm trying to do that while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like candles that like align with the seasons. If that makes sense. That's I, feel I, I don't like Christmas at all. Oh, I, I hate Christmas, Christmas like as a holiday, but pine candles are top tier. Okay, I can kind of agree with that. I like I just like don't care about them. <laughs> They're fine. I love the scent of pine. The scent of pine is like oof, so good. Yeah, I I love a good pine candle and like kind of like now would be great to be honest. I have a pine, oh, I have a cedar balsam scented candle. Yes, and- that shit's good. Yeah, mixed with like a lavender candle, and I might like burn sage at some point, but I really want to smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there anything else uh, about candles that we want to talk about? Because I think we can go on like one more topic and then give our anime things. Um, <laughs> no, you you take the lead. Um, I don't. I don't, I don't want to recommend one first. <laughs> um, did you want to go to a topic or did uh, you want to go to that oh, first? Oh, um, yeah, we can go to a topic. Um, um, do you want to talk about? I mean, I only think about anime, so like I like <laughs> conversation. Uh, Luke, did you want to maybe mention like the online chat room thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. So um, I was in class and this one girl was going over her thesis project and it was, you know, it was uh, kind of a storyboard, a little animatic about this person that's kind of traveling through like these weird worlds and stuff like that. Really a uh, paprika style. If you ever seen that anime, I don't like paprika, but I, I <laughs> but like, yeah, the whole just kind of like zipping in out of zones type Mario style esque thing. And she mentioned a source of inspiration to her were, like, dead chat rooms and, like, online Second Life-esque things that are kind of abandoned, but not really. So there's, like, a really strong cult following that has, like, an entire community. Kind of like how Minecraft Realm servers have that, but, like, this is shit going back to, like, the early 2000s. And a lot of them are just eerie ghost towns of, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 40 to, like, 80 people. But Second Life is one that I noticed that is still going. And a lot of people remember Second Life, right? Yeah, oh, I know I, Second yeah. Life. Yeah. yeah. So if you Second go on Twitter, crazy. Um, the Second Life Twitter is still active. Really? And, yeah, it claims to be the number one self-aware virtual world with over 50,000 followers. And they post the cringiest things I have ever seen. I feel like <laughs> Second like, Life... And in the way they try to explain it to you, they try to explain it to you like the events in Second Life um, are real events. Like they'll have like fake avatars that I don't know, I guess that are operated by people, but they'll treat them like it's a real event. So it's really interesting to go and look on. Because that's, a, like, that's insane. Yeah, there are like Second Life scientists. There's there's Second Life like uh, people studying things. This one's a book club. That's it, nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And it's it's like, it's active. A tribute they're, to So Oz. they really are, like, li- they, they are living their second life. Like, they're... Yeah. But it's not, it's more than a game at that point. Like, they're living a life, like, when they yeah. go home. 
There's like a, a, here's one. Such a lovely tribute to Oz Linden from Second Life staff as he prepares to retire from Linden Lab. We need a collective noun for Lindens in a moment like this. Any suggestions? And there's, you know, there's only like, I don't know, maybe 50 likes, 12 retweets, and 9 responses. But like, people are like, engaged. Yeah. People are married in this stuff. And sometimes they'll post like, avatars. And it'll be like, pick of the day features this person. Sid is an award-winning blogger that uses the command of skins that show how beauty comes in every shade. As an SL veteran, she's been showcasing content for over a decade. And it's just like, what? over a decade? I... I hate all of that. It's so weird. And all it, the avatars it's... are ugly. Every single world <laughs> constructed in it is so bad. If you remember, like... Uh, Neo Yoko, what is that thing? Code Lyoko. Code Lyoko. Yeah, everything reeks of Code Lyoko for some reason. (laughs) It's just so weird. Um, Code Lyoko was, uh, I'm very against Caucasian people or like non Japanese people making anime. Yeah, (laughs) like that's why I fucking hate Avatar. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Avatar either. I'm sorry to say that, Luke. I know that you really like it. I um, love it, and I have a tattoo of it on my arm. And I don't feel bad about it. Fair. Well, if, yeah, you, did um, have, if you did feel bad about it, that'd be pretty rough, because you got a lot longer with that thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> really cr- you know what's feeling really rough? We can talk about this real uh, quickly, too. Is that the guys that made Avatar found like, their own studio for Avatar, yes. so it's kind of becoming a franchise. Oh yeah, you told me. I thought was I thought it was really interesting because you don't see that happen very often, and when it does, it's it's like it can be pretty big. That's what Marvel and Pixar essentially did. Um, I'm looking at Second Life on Google Images, and it looks like a really shitty version of The Sims. Oh my god, it's awful! Like some of these characters are not even proportioned, right? I see. This man character who kind of looks like Kevin Federline mixed with like a gorilla. <laughs> I actually need yeah. to send to the chat because this is like gold. This is like ridiculous. Um, why are their arms so they're not proportioned correctly? Nothing is proportioned correctly, absolutely nothing. There are faces that are too big for the head, there are like muscles that are just like stupid and unreal well wait until you see what i found this is like disgusting i hate every single bit of this (laughs) (laughs) yeah like that's the type of shit that people make i don't get it (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) look at his hat his hat says savage Someone come home, comes home every day and decides that that's what they want themselves to look like in this, uh, this virtual life. Oh, here's another one, too. Uh, there was a pregnancy mod that was made, and I stumbled onto like this weird thread in this video of the person explaining how they made it and how they're getting it to like, w- like match up with like a, not, not a nine-month cycle, but like a condensed version of that. And it's like, oh. what? That's so stupid. So what yeah. happens? What happens in game when they have the baby? I don't know. Does it like? <laughs> t- does it take like nine months for the baby to like come out, and then it's like you have like an infant? 
and then like, nine, <laughs> nine years pass and it becomes like a child. This one is a uh, is a YouTuber. Like the character in the uh, the Second Life is a YouTuber. Oh, this is so. <laughs> I, I I was um me and my friend uh, Dev, um, who is uh, I'm gonna shamelessly plug the owner of Gates House. Uh, our 67 Collective's most recent collaborator. Uh, she got me... Which is hooked... sick as fuck, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool you. Well, I, I wasn't thanking you. Oh. <laughs> I was saying Gates House is sick as fuck. Oh, I guess okay. thank you for uh, for acquiring them, but I mean, they, okay. they, they're sick as fuck. Okay, well, the content that I made, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and the content Did, you, did made, you take all those pictures? Yeah. Yeah, okay, then you are sick as fuck. I think Casey, Casey edited them. As a joint effort, um, uh, she got me hooked on The Sims Four, uh, and there's a bunch of mods in that game where you could like kill people and like have your Sims commit suicide or like genocide. And, <laughs> uh, they can like do cocaine and become cocaine addicts, and it's been really fun. Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's like a hundred ways to kill somebody, you know. <laughs> uh. Well, I guess we'll move on to Anime Rex and wrap it up now. Wait, there's yeah. one more thing I want to talk about. Y'all ever check the, the <laughs> Snapchat news section? Fuck that shit. I, I, hate so that shit so I hate awful. that shit, bro. I hate that shit. Bro, I be too. seeing... I know, I hate that shit. That shit gives yeah, me you're nightmares. Not, you're not <laughs> supposed <laughs> to like it. It's no, just, but like people do like that. Like People actually give a shit about like uh, TikTok kids. It's bad. But most of this stuff, like, it goes beyond that. Like, there's just some, there's just some wild shit that pops up in here. And like, yeah, I don't like, want anything to do. Who with that was ever. paid to make this this article? It's bad. I mean, I um, I I think it's pretty bad. I think it's like really cringe. Oh, it's so bad and so cringe. He's three foot and can knock you out. It's a picture of a very buff, short person. <sighs> oh. Whenever I go on Snapchat, it's really, I've really actually only used Snapchat to talk to you guys and to talk to Shane. Um, and every time I go on it, I always have to like see what the Snapchat news has. Will Smith is running for president. If Will Smith runs for president, I'm going to fucking leave. I'm done. Will Smith may be soon the Fresh Prince of the White House. If Will Smith. During an appearance on a podcast, he said. He might consider it, but let Did the you... office get cleaned up a bit. Did you know that he lets his wife fuck um, their son's 19-year-old friend? Oh, I don't doubt it. He kisses no, that like, same son on the lips. <laughs> yeah. <It's real. laughs> he kisses that same son on the lips on live TV. Will Smith you can tell me fuck. anything about Will Smith, and I would, I would instantly believe it. Same thing with, uh, what's his face? Is Will Smith a Scientologist? I feel like Tom he Brady. is. Wait, Joe, did you say no? Yeah, I don't think so. No. If he was a Scientologist, though, I would definitely not. I would, I could see it. I could see it. Oh, I could definitely see it. Um, I just want, I, I, <laughs> how do you guys feel about Scientology before we go into anime and wrap this up? I'm really interested in Scientology, actually, now that you mention it. I um I just finished watching a lot of YouTube videos on the Sumerian tablets. 
which is uh, <laughs> theorized to have been like the spawn point of all human religion. And a lot of the arguments are, are pretty sound when it, you know they compare similar stories at similar times and like you know ancient times on Earth. But Scientology is just like one of those like sore thumbs, which is like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, Scientology is a. It, I want to start rocking Scientology clothes. I wanted to buy a hoodie that says the Church of Scientology and wear it around. Um, that would be hard. That would be <laughs> fucking sick. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if we're yeah. ready for that one. I, I want to do the same thing with Trumpware, though, one day. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. think the Scientology thing is a lot safer because, like, I, there actually, there's a Scientologist based in Bayhead. Um, Scientology building. I don't know what the fuck goes on there, but it's like a thing in Bayhead. That's where L. Ron Hubbard wrote one of his books or something. Oh, let's go get someone on the podcast from there. Um, I'd rather not, and they definitely wouldn't. <laughs> they uh, wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, nah, we could get one. You sure? Yeah. Probably. Right. I mean, they're not like do mean anything. people. I've had <laughs> I've had two hour conversations with the. Uh, the Catholic people that come on the boardwalk sometimes and like give you the little booklets. Oh, I mean, that's Catholicism and Scientology are two totally different things. Well, yeah, like, my point is, is that most <laughs> most pawns in religion. Um, yeah, I would I would argue that they're pretty fundamentally the same. But um, I I mean I'm gonna I'll say this I think that the scriptures or I I will. I actually don't want to use the word scriptures. Uh, the writings of L. Ron Hubbard are not based on any kind of merit uh, or anything, really. They're kind of just like psychobabble. At least, like, biblical text has, like, there's a reason why it exists. And it's also, like, kind of like, uh, it's like a th- catharsis of moral fiber. There's not right. really moralism. Or more anything moralistic about Scientology. It's just kind of like a a whole bullshit lie that's kind of equivalent to like the Book of Mormon. Yeah, so, I was gonna mention that. That's why I find them so interesting because like they're just Yeah. They're, they're literal cults, but like they, they you know, they're so big in their own world. Yeah, so when you look at something like the Sumerian tablets and you you know you compare Buddhism to Christianity to Judaism and then you look at Scientology or Mormonism, there's just no connection. Yeah, it's it's, just, uh, it's very weird. I'm actually um, I'm not a Catholic, but I am a fan of uh, I am a fan of like the Bible and like the mysticism of Catholicism. Uh, but I can assure you that Scientology is almost like a giant crock of shit. It's more like a like it's more like a pyramid scheme than it is. Oh, it is religious. <laughs> Oh. Um, moving on. <laughs> Who wants to recommend a, an anime? Uh, Luke. I, um, I actually am going to recommend something else. It's not an anime, but it's something that did surprise me. On a, on HBO Max, the guy that made regular shows got a, a new series going. Oh, I love it. That's yeah, so good. it's called Close Enough. And yeah. the easiest way I can explain it is regular show just without the confines of being on a children's network. It's yeah. I was actually laughing at it. I was very surprised. <laughs> it is really funny. It's, it's funny. It's like really fucked up for no reason. And my favorite, 
my favorite. I don't know, it's a good time. It's only like it's sixteen, uh, like ten minute episodes. It's a very easy watch. Yeah, my favorite episode was when he tries to teach his daughter how to skate, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was funny. That was so funny. I um, like. Uh, there's one actor, the guy that plays Alex. I like uh, his character pops up a lot of times in comedies, and it's always the same character. It's just how fucked up can we make this one guy? Like, you know, yeah, he's always into incest porn. He's always into like, I don't know. He's always some like divorced loser, and it's just like, I don't know. It's funny. He's um, he's in um, what's that fucking show? Oh, he's in the league. He plays. I think his name is Raffi in the league. Yeah, he's in Big Mouth too. Yeah, he's really fucking funny. He's a wacko. Yeah. Oh, and specifically what I really liked about this show is that um, I feel like it got trends correctly, if that makes sense. Yeah. I uh, think which is so. insanely hard to do nowadays with animation and an Eddie show. Uh, because, you know, like how fast we're moving and how quick trends are. This one kind of took a page from the 80s and 90s where it addressed trends as more of like a decade thing. You know, like more of a uh, societal thing rather than like talking about Donald Trump and shitting on Donald mm-hmm. Trump and, or like whatever's <laughs> happening in the minute, you know? I thought uh, overall, I think that Close Enough is a really good case study on more so like um, my age group and like people a little older than me, like people in their like probably like early to mid 30s, like the older millennials, like closer to Gen X. But I think that they really hit the nail on the head because like all of the media of millennial culture is like perks of being a wallflower oh like the i can't adult or, shit yeah like i can't adult yeah i find that so cringe or like uh like a mistress america or like uh steel magnolias or yeah. um the virgin suicides is another huge millennial flick um or like internal sh- uh sunshine of the spotless yeah mind. and then it kind of moved Juno. into like like yeah and then moved on to being like glorification of like awkward character arcs where like uh juno came into place or like 500 days of summer came into place which i really liked those movies when i was like 14 but now like looking back at them at 28 i'm like those are really fucking cringe movies why did i ever think that these were good films but close enough uh close enough definitely captures the, the making fun of that in in a weird kind of way and i really appreciated it yeah, yeah i just I, was... I just don't fuck with comedy so you know that's fair that's that's why i'm silent yeah i i honestly yeah. honestly i don't think that you would like close enough um, no not at all no I, yeah absolutely not uh i liked regular show when it was on um so i was intrigued and i i enjoy it i would recommend it uh it's one of the few joe i'd say it's one of like the few things that i wouldn't that we would like disagree on when it comes to like media oh yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah just by looking at it <laughs> like i i know uh, no beef <laughs> it's probably great but i this is definitely no, nothing I, i'd be interested in yeah i totally i totally get it um the, do you have your recommendation ready oh yeah i, I was just gonna I was going to. Uh, I'd probably recommend Akudama Drive. I haven't finished it. I've watched the first couple episodes. Um, what drew me to it is uh, one of my f- good friends recommended it to me, um, but unknowingly he recommended me 
a show that the art director is the same guy who did all the art for Danganronpa, which is like my favorite, one of my favorite game series of all time. So all the characters just look like Danganronpa characters and act like Danganronpa characters, but it's like actually a good anime, unlike the anime adaptation of Danganronpa. <laughs> so he recommended it to me. He's like, oh, this is a good show. And then I was like, holy fuck, this looks exactly like Danganronpa. And I was like, oh, wait, that's why, because they're made by the same fucker. So it's it's like a cyberpunk-esque show, uh, kind of heist-ish, action-ish. Uh, th- I still don't even really know the plot yet. I'm so early on in it, but it's it's a fun watch. The animation and art style is peak. I love this art style. Um, and it's really fun. And I'll probably finish it before next episode and then i'll see if it's actually a true recommendation or not but what is um what is like the plot of it uh honestly like i couldn't even tell you right now (laughs) Uh, so like i'm very early on it's it's very it's in it's very it's by the director's own words i'm pretty sure he said it's like tarantino and blade runner influenced um and then it was it's danganronpa tarantino and uh blade runner influenced um okay cool i actually uh i pulled a recommendation out of my ass and the reason why uh i didn't want to bring this up i wanted to talk about this film for a long time it's called the belladonna of sadness it's one of uh it's it's from 1973 basically like an insane psychedelic hour and a half uh ego death trip uh equivalent to a lot of imagery and the end of evangelion um it's basically a retelling of joan of arc but instead of being burned as a witch she has like a sexual reawakening (laughs) this looks fucking insane Oh, sweetie, watch the fucking trailer. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, and I've watched it tripping, I've watched it high, I've watched it sober, I've even watched it drunk. I've seen this movie so many fucking times. Uh, there's so much insane religious imagery, there's so much, like, it, it partially hentai, I'd even say. Um, it, right up my alley. The, the fucking soundtrack to this film is absolutely gorgeous it's just everything is perfectly aligned it's very warholian it's a very flower power but it's not done in like a negative connotation it's it's very it's a very positive piece of like female liberation and uh instead of being burned at the stake like joan of arc uh like i said she has like a sexual reawakening and she becomes a polarizing witch figure a very powerful witch this is like this trailer's like it's fucking blowing my mind (laughs) yeah i can't believe you've never heard of this this music this is this is the last two episodes of end of evangelion put into the 70s yeah Uh, what are you are you watching the official red Red band trailer yeah Yeah. luke definitely pulled that up it's fucking it's brilliant it's such a beautiful film yeah that uh piques my interest no this is the coolest shit i've ever seen this is probably the best shit you've ever recommended to me thank you uh yeah i've been trying to recommend this for a while but i i didn't really want to go on an avant-garde route yet uh but this to me it's this is definitely in my top 10 favorite films and i definitely recommend anybody watch it because anyone would enjoy it even if you don't like anime 
this is yeah, this is nuts. This is nuts. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. This is like a, a big influence on like my aesthetic as well. Yeah, yeah I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new 4K digital restoration of Belladonna is a beautiful and disturbing X-rated animated fantasy. Striking visuals, br- brutal violence, and explicit sexuality. A boldly c- controversial feminist narrative. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's everything I want a movie. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And it's like, again, I, it is technically an anime, but it's more than just an anime to me. It's like a work of art in the same way that like uh, the end of Evangelion to me is a work of art. But this to me is something that could be screened on the wall in a fucking art studio currently and it would make a huge impact. Yeah, this is, this is fantastic. I need to watch this as soon as I feasibly can. It's pretty easy to find, too. Um, oh, don't! I have no problem finding things. Don't worry. I'm. <laughs> Do not worry. Nice. Oh, this is this is one of the. It's made by one of the original um, creators of Astro Boy. Yep, and uh, I think he had some kind of uh, something about a train, space train, or something like that. Space um, battleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astro Boy was like low key fucked up, right? Oh uh, yeah. I mean every anime is kind of fucked up to some degree. Oh for sure. I just remember <laughs> like I don't know if I watched it or like just came in crossing with some weird American adaption of Astro Boy when I was a kid. And I remember watching it being like, I don't understand hmm. this. Astro Boy, uh now that I'm looking at him, he kinda looks like a Cupid doll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what we're gonna mention. We can close on this. Did you guys see the? Uh... I, I, you're probably not even that interested in it. I just need to point out how ugly <laughs> it is. Uh, the new Ghibli movie. That's 3D. Yeah, I, oh. it's really horrible looking. So ugly. I'm never gonna it's watch so... it. Is Disney? So is Disney making it? Well, Disney just. Uh, well, Disney owns it in America. Okay, so do they have any say in like the aesthetic direction? Because this shit looks like Mickey Mouse, like cartoons. I don't think so, but it could be Disney demanding them, or them wanting to themselves, to compete in an American market. I'm looking at it. Um, currently going really hard for the Chinese movie market and failing yeah. miserably because they can't make shit. But it's called Earwig and the Witch, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can see, bad. I can see it if this if it was animated, uh, it would be fine. It would look like it, it would look like Spirited Away. Yeah, it'd be cute like every other Ghibli movie, but but they really made um they made a really bad aesthetic uh, mistake with this. Yeah, I never really understand what goes on. Actually, no, I do. Um, from the the conceptual room of most Disney-esque works to like the actual making of them. Cause you look at some of the concept art for these movies that come out, they're, they're pretty beautiful and they're, you know, they're really professionally made by competent artists and the end product's just a steaming pile of shit. Yeah. That's not, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in Ghibli. My this. theory is that, um, you know, 3d hires a lot of computer, uh, animators, a lot of computer technicians and not artists. 
and yeah. technology yeah. has made it more accessible. But yeah, no, I feel I mean, like everything will be computer animated. I mean, well, everything already is computer animated. But right. Yeah. I it want just, it takes a whole different and much simpler mindset. I don't mind if it's computer generated. Or I just would prefer it to be two dimensional. Once it goes into the realm of three D, it just it's very distasteful to me. It's... Well, one good thing. Well, I don't know the, the <laughs> CG like three D CG and anime can work. Um, so what the fuck did you just post on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, that, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Um, we'll that. But oh yeah. God. Uh, it's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. I had to mute my mic because I was crying laughing when I said <laughs> um, Wait, I get it now. Um, but yeah, no, one good thing to pull from this is that uh, obviously Hayao Miyazaki is not attached to it. Um, and though he does have a film coming out, predicted to come out in the next year or so, that's been in production for a while. Because the last movie he made was from 2013. So The Wind Rises. Oh, a, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I. I the last one I saw from him was Arietti, and then I've seen most of the ones before that, but I never saw Wind Rises or Up on Poppy Hill. Yeah, I didn't realize he was a director. I thought he ran Ghibli. No, yeah, he's just a director. He's just the main one. Um, but yeah, he hasn't released a film in like eight years, but he does have one in production. He has no part in the CGI bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some colorful things to say about it. But CGI and anime, if done right, is great. If done bad, it ruins an entire show. Like, Beastars, completely CG, fucking seamless and perfect. But most shows that try and use CG looks real bad. Yeah, they just rely on it. I can have a whole fucking episode about this. Oh, yeah, me too. But tonight's Um, not that night. I just saw what you posted, um, and I'm going to... We'll talk about this when we're done. All right. Well, um, speaking of that, I guess we're done. I mean, this was a fantastic uh, chill episode of bpp um before we go i'm gonna plug well i guess i'm gonna plug my uh beef with nico lol um hopefully one day i get to debate you on air and um even if i lose said debate at least i'll know i tried my hardest (laughs) um please i hate you please stop um and then dylan you could promote some some 67 shit some gates house shit and then we'll uh, we'll call it a show um i'm gonna just promote my uh mine and casey's candles today because uh everything else is getting promoted on instagram and other socials so when we have candles i hope that uh the 20 people who listen to this episode and i'm being generous with 20 Buy some candles, uh, message me or Casey, who I guess will put his fucking at in the episode title, um, to buy one of our candles, and we'll send you a candle. All right, and with that, thank you for listening to this episode of the Burnt Pizza Podcast. I want to thank Luke and Dylan for being fantastic co-hosts once again. Love Um, you. Love you guys, and... uh, I guess with that, it's going to be a good old good night. And uh, goodbye, good night, goodbye, good night, goodbye. Love you guys. Bye.